You're listening to Drum Sex. And before we help you have the best sex of your life, we must put a warning that this podcast does contain mature themes. If you're cool with that... The first time you have sex might hurt a little, maybe even two more times after that. But if you just keep at it, it'll get better. If you have female anatomy, this is probably something you've heard often in many conversations about sex for the first time. But what if it hurts and it doesn't stop hurting? What if it feels like anything you put up there is hitting a brick wall at the entrance And your body just won't allow it. It won't allow a tampon, a finger, a male organ or anything to get up there without putting you in excruciating pain. If this is you, you may have vaginismus. I know, it sounds like some UTI, but it's actually a sexual dysfunction many women may go through. And one that is rarely spoken of out of shame or lack of knowledge about it. In this episode, we'll be talking again to the amazing Dr. Bumizanda about the causes and treatments of vaginismus and how you can start or get back to having a better relationship with your body. Right. Um, so first and foremost, in terms of how the person experiences it, in terms of the definition, yes, um, it is a condition, uh, you know, that involves a an, an involuntary, if I can say, um, an involuntary muscle spasm um, of the pelvic floor, uh, pelvic floor muscles, uh, and it can be experienced as as pain, um, difficulty, or even impossible for sexual intercourse to um, to occur. There are different types of vaginismus. Primary vaginismus is typically when you've never had successful penetration. It's when you've never been able to successfully have a medical exam or put a tampon on or had anything penetrate you before. Secondary vaginismus is when you've had successful penetration before, but after a traumatic event or anything um, that may affect your emotional or psychological well-being, your body and mind no longer allow you to have successful penetration. Dr. Zander also speaks about situational vaginismus. When, um, you know, they are having a gynecological exam, but nothing with actual sexual um, function. It's important, you know, when we look at the the diagnosing as well, I think it's important to understand that um, a lot of women, we will will experience some kind of pain at some point um, during our sexual life. But the problem is when it is persistent for longer than six months, it happens almost always, um, frequently or almost always um, when a person is encountered with that situation. And, And it is absolutely distressing for that person that we are concerned that it, it, it is actually a, a, a dysfunction or a syndrome, so to speak. So I don't want people thinking, you know, you know, at, during your PMS, when you're a little bit dry and you're unable to penetrate, you think, oh my gosh, do I have vaginismus? And it, it, like <laughs> I said, it can, it's something that can be steeped um, in, in, in the psychology of a person and associated with a lot of fear as well. So it is important to understand, and we'll chat about this when we get to Um, How do you approach in terms of the treatment modalities? So how do you know if you have it? 
how do you know if you're just not ready or if you have an actual sexual dysfunction that needs treatment remember like we said the actual symptoms or the present the presentation of it is that you have this abnormal or involuntary uh, um uh, um uh, uh, muscle spasm that can cause painful sexual intercourse um it it can actually come across as ting- you know a tightness pain or even a burning sensation um it, and 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 so when we think about causes we have to look at there may be uh, physical stresses that may be uh, uh, um underlying it may be emotional stresses or both it also could be uh, what do you call physical or rather gynecological issues mm-hmm. that somebody actually has so when we think about emotional uh, um stresses it could be things like fear like for example fear of pain especially uh, in the younger inexperienced fear of pain fear of uh, maybe falling pregnancy um anxiety about performance if there are relationship issues those will also um really play a role um and 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 of course traumatic life events um in, including a history of either rape or or abuse childhood experiences um if somebody grew up in an environment where um there were sexual portrayals for example and inappropriate things that somebody might have been um exposed to when when we think about the physical or the the yeah the physical or physiological causes these can include things like somebody going through menopause somebody um the pain of childbirth might might trigger that kind of thing um if if somebody has never had adequate lubrication for play and therefore had an 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 unusually painful experience uh, um that they may kind of embed that as something that will always happen and then of course um if you if you get medicate medicare types of medications that um can as a side effect um can 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 cause that as a trigger i know this may seem like a lot to take in but one thing you have to know is that suffering with vaginismus is not your fault It can be triggered by sexual trauma or fear or other factors that are out of your control. But there are treatments available to help your body to release and open up. And if you're taking the medical route, Dr. Zender suggests multidisciplinary team. Um we are fortunate in the sense that we get women coming in for all kinds of things it could be for their contraceptive it could be for um something is not okay uh, down there it could be for a pregnancy it could be this is a window of opportunity for us to always ask about um sexual function and sexual pleasure because this is when you are likely to pick up if something is not okay so from our side the important part is one taking a good history and understanding if somebody has um sexual pain you want to assess what kind of pain they are having you want to assess any underlying issues whether psychological or actual physical issues that um they may have so ours is to do a full history taking examination and assessing um if it really there is something to be concerned about and if there is like i said it's a multidisciplinary team 
from our side um, very often even if you're not going to and, and and if you are the first point of contact with vaginismus you are most likely are not going to successfully be able to do something like a pap smear because you also want to create an environment for the patient to first get to understand their own bodies why is their body behaving that way mm -hmm. and slowly how to uh basically uh, get better from that so what i usually do thank god for um a beautiful amazing team we have in johannesburg of um sexual health practitioners uh, the majority of them we are under a banner called my sexual health um or or, or sasha south african um society of sexual health so so the the first thing for us is you assess you do an exam as far as you can and then you refer someone very often it's a referral to um a, a, a sexual health trained psychologist mm -hmm. um, uh, um and and as well as um uh, the one that is really amazing is a combination of a a a, physi a physiotherapist but for me i prefer the so-called the pelvic floor physiotherapists the ones who are actually trained in sexual health because um you want to be able to understand the the, the issues and then of course from our side depending on um from a medical perspective if there are underlying um, uh, medical conditions that need to be treated. If we're talking about issues of menopause where you get estrogen depletion, you want to be able to sort that out. But it really is a multidisciplinary team um, that that may or may not involve all these people that I've mentioned. The other um, quite important one is a, is a psychiatrist. They may actually need a psychiatrist over and above a psychotherapist. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, depending on the underlying causes, um, the important part is always send somebody um, for a or treat them from a multidisciplinary perspective. Mm -hmm. And and just a final question. Um, I think more than not being able to get medical checkups or use a tampon or anything like that, vaginismus really affects a person's um, sexual experience. So what advice do you have um, or what options can you say are there for women who are living with vaginismus that won't leave them in pain or feeling uncomfortable when it comes to sex? What, what do you suggest that they, um, what steps should they take to, to, to be fulfilled in their sexual experiences outside of just, you know, penetrative sex? Yeah. Look, I mean, that question comes in two because on the one hand, I think, first of all, I am so excited and proud about this kind of work we're doing because a lot of women don't get help because they don't know. And sometimes they will go to, uh, you know, gynecologists who might not know. It is important to know that vaginismus is actually a successfully treatable condition mm. provided you get the right help go see a gynae um if the gynae doesn't send you to a sexual medicine team then something is not okay there because like i said it's a multidisciplinary team so get help from people who are trained in 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 
particularly female sexual dysfunction or know how to handle that. That's the first one. But also at home or, um, and, and I think this is the part where I always say it's not inside, it's on top. The majority of women um, are able to, to have an orgasm just from clitoral uh, stimulation. Um, now, I don't want to be naive because very often when somebody has vaginismus, it may be linked with other sexual dysfunctions, for example, desire um, or, or orgasmic or even um, uh, um, uh, um, arousal of uh, dysfunctions. So it is possible for you to be not just limited from the perspective of I've got vaginismus, but because of that, I, I, the, the, the lack or the or the desire for sex kind of also goes down. The desire to be interactive with my partner also goes down, um, and and this is where the evaluation becomes important. Evaluating a person, the type of, of vaginismus, situational uh, or is it global? Uh, is it a primary thing? Are they underlying? Because for some people, if they are underlying psychological issues, you'll find that they affect them even if it's just you know self-pleasuring but um to to answer your questions intercourse or intimacy is not just um penetrative there is so much more in the spectrum of intimacy and it's important particularly for us as women because we haven't ha always had this platform and this um sort of like freedom to be able to express ourselves and to ask for what we want, how we want it. Explore with your own body. Um, try new things, um, even with your partner. But most importantly, if there are problems, get help. It's not normal. It's not okay. Get help. There are people who are trained and do this work um, really beautifully. We have so many success stories um, of women that have been treated successfully. Went on uh, not only to to have penetrative intercourse. They have they have children. They are able to get their exams done, and and more importantly, they are enjoying their sex lives. This show is hosted by me, Pam Magwaza, and it is produced here at Drum Magazine. Special thanks to the fabulous Dr. Mbumi Zanda, and you can follow her on Instagram at Dr. Gaini. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to have safe and consensual sex. See you soon. Did you know Drum Magazine is now fully digital? Yes, our content is now at the touch of your fingertips. Simply download the News24 app, register to create your profile, click on Discover, and choose the Drum logo to read our content. Alternatively, visit drum.co.za. See you soon.